This is episode 000027. That's 27 in podcast years. <laughs> <laughs> Brought to you by Digitech's new pedal hat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the tone control. <laughs> pedal sombrero <laughs> <laughs> could you imagine like a little oh man that'd be so so funny <laughs> is that racist starter <laughs> no it's just the size of the sombrero <laughs> it would be comically tiny and oh wait no a little one for each knob it just goes around Yes. Oh, it's, it's this not guy racist. Would have it's so just many festive. little sombreros. <laughs> Ten tiny little sombreros. It's pretty good. Okay. Uh. <laughs> oh, how have you been, Justin? Uh, I, because we haven't said our names in the last five thousand episodes. <laughs> well, Derek, uh, I'm uh, I'm doing all right. Hey, I had the windows open for a bit today. We had Ooh, a, a warm you. one. And then it got real windy and kind of cold, so I shut them. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Exciting a, times in Cincinnati. We had like, <laughs> we had like six hours of, of really uh, nice weather. Went for a run with the dog in the middle of the day. It's pretty good. Hmm. Pretty good. Nope, it's uh, classic New England out here. Dark <laughs> at three o'clock and freezing. <laughs> yeah. Yep, the time change hit us yeah. too, you know, and it's, it's right at the point where it's 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 in that transition point, you know. I'm not used to it. Yeah, I I still the the first day back at work is always the weird part, you know. When it, when it changes on Sunday, yeah, I don't notice it really. Right. Um, and I I still it takes me many weeks to kind of notice it in the morning. It's always the afternoon that's much more difficult for me. Um, yeah. But working from home, when it's like, all right, sun's going down, time to start wrapping up. Let's yeah. get out of here. <laughs> It's like three thirty. Yeah, <laughs> I still have two hours left at network. It's like, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, lights I, on. I guess in the middle of the day. <laughs> right. I mean, I'm my uh, workspace is in the basement, and there are windows, but they're the little like basement window kind of things. Right. Because when, this is like a new office for me. Like, I still was adjusting to the. Uh, time of day the sun was shining in, and now it's all completely backwards. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm never. I'm just never going to adjust. That's what I figured out. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's dark now until forever. Mm-hmm. But with autumn anyway. comes my wife's birthday, which is tomorrow, as we're hey. recording this. So we're going to go to the melting pot. Ooh. Is nice. is the melting pot a national thing? Because I didn't know yeah. about it until oh, yeah, we moved yeah. to Cincinnati. Okay. Yeah, there's one. Um, I don't know if there's any in New Hampshire, but there's one not far from where I grew up. Cool. So cool. Yeah. So um, we'll be hitting that up. Uh, they're, they're fondue fun. for those who might not know. More like fun. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, it's can't, gonna be good. Can't even go down that road. Okay. <laughs> Nice. And the last time we recorded was the day before my birthday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and we that? totally didn't say anything to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, so uh, happy birthday to me, you Yay. assholes. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, rolling right along for my birthday, Beth got me this in uh, Apogee Jam. Let the record show that Derek's waving an Apogee Jam into his web camera. Into my microphone. <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear it? <laughs> yeah, Listen. I almost could hear it for a second. That was amazing. Oh, cool. I bet if it was the 96K one, it would sound better. (laughs) 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 I had to. Anyway, um, so it's if you're not familiar, this is just a little, it's like, how big would you say this is? Uh, It's about about the size of an Apogee Jam. Yeah, give or take. He grabs his ruler. It's uh, a little short of four inches by one by... Three quarter. It's little. That's what she little, said. Little, it's a, it's a mm-hmm. little. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. 
<laughs> it's a it's a little interface for uh, for Mac and PC and um, iOS, which is the cool bit, and that's what <laughs> I've been using it for. Uh, so I can say goodbye to Line Six forever and use this lovely piece of hardware for bias or positive grid, other stuff, jam up, you know, mm-hmm. all that stuff you guys were talking about a few weeks ago, and it's awesome. Nice. So you really <laughs> dig it. You've been playing around with which apps? I've have been you playing tried? around. Uh, I'm mostly using uh, Jam Up Pro. It was on sale the week I got this thing for mm-hmm. half price, so I got Jam Up Pro for like ten bucks. Nice. And um, I haven't bought any expansion packs for it, so it's just like the basic. I think six amps, um, handful of pedals. You know the the classic. Yeah. Stomp boxes, other uh, two kinds of delay, two kinds of reverb, all that kind of stuff. Um, and it sounds really good, and it's got like an infinite number practically of. Uh, presets and preset banks for you to hold on to. Yeah, there's a whole like cloud sharing feature, so people can like develop crazy tones and then share them, and I can download them for free, and uh, vice versa. I can share my cool tones. It's so cool. It just sounds awesome, and it communicates with GarageBand, uh, and GarageBand communicates with many other audio apps. So I can create a drum beat or a little synth thing in some in uh, you know some other beat or in yeah. the, some other app, and then jam along to it with Positive Grid and record it on GarageBand. Um, lately I've just been making little sample beats in GarageBand, which is a lot of fun. It's, it was on that grid that like that Tyler yeah, was mentioning, yeah. you know, well, simple, no, The one in GarageBand is, is different from the one in Logic though. Like, cause I have the, the GarageBand on my iPhone now uh-huh. and it's, it's a little simpler. Like it's not like you're yes. picking, it's not like the thing where there's sort of a, uh, artificial intelligence drummer. Right. Uh, yeah. It's, right. it's like you it's sort of like, you put the snare drum at a certain spot on the grid and the kick drum in another spot. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you know it syncs to the GarageBand clock. Right. So, which is I found out uh, that's where you need to start and stop with your your tempos. And luckily, um, Jam Up, you can sync like if you tap tempos and things, you can sync to BPM or you can sync like via like millisecond count. Okay. Um, and then, so basically, like I set, you know, I jam out a little thing and tap it out in GarageBand, find out that it's, say, 110 or something, move over to Positive Grid, set my delays and all that to sync with that, and mm-hmm. then use the GarageBand metronomes and so on from there. In the event so, I want to use any timing features in GarageBand, it has to know from the start. You know what I mean? Right, right. It has to have, and so you're you're telling it to kind of like listen to the host, like you're telling it GarageBand is the boss. Get your tempo from GarageBand. Is that what it uh, is? It doesn't. It doesn't actually communicate that info with GarageBand, but it's like, oh, okay, you're just you know, I it just over go over and say like, oh, okay, so I'm I'm set to 110 or 115 BPM right in GarageBand. Let me just set my delay to the same thing. Yeah, and then which is nice because when you're in BPM mode and in, in Jam Up Pro. Your rate knob becomes a subdivision control, oh. so you can get really solid subdivisions without like having to kind of find it and but still be off a little bit. Mm-hmm. Which I found out the hard way because one thing I was working on had a little subdivision thing, and I was like, "Let me, you know, lay out on the grid a little beat here," and it was not happening. It was just not cooperating. Mm-hmm. And it, so, but it's all really great. It sounds really great. Uh, I'm having a little bit of trouble right now getting things off of my iPad and into. Uh, GarageBand on my desktop, but that's because of my super old, non-updatable computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, it's still it's so it's great. It's like it's such a better writing tool than uh, than PodFarm, and it's you know a fraction the size of the UX one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just just and more just, modern electronics. You know, it's just yeah. going to be cleaner and, and better. It's like I've always got my phone with me. Yeah. I you know if I'm working on oh it handles the apps handle my pedal board so much better it's great it's great awesome yeah so I recommend it if anyone's thinking about going that direction it's got a little gain control on it's for lower output guitars you can kind of beef and that them up. has a headphone built into it or are you using nope, the nope it's uh, just got a little proprietary hookup that goes into the iOS or device of your choice there is a uh, a USB I do have a cable. USB also yeah. um, and then Quarter inch in, okay, and then you're just using the output from whatever computer it's attached to. 
Right. So I just plug headphones into the headphone jack on my device. The only complaint I have is that I cannot charge my device while this is plugged in. Oh, because it, yeah, yeah. it uses the, the pin connector, uh, the 30 pin or the lightning connector. So, but it's, you know, I'm kind of being better about keeping those things charged up anyway. So hmm. it's not a big okay. deal. But yeah, it sounds cool. I really, really, really like it. Nice. Anyway, so yeah, ready to do this uh, this this tone control business? Yeah, let's try it. Uh, <laughs> let's try it. Let's send a little love over to the Pedal Genie to begin with. Dear Pedal Genie, yeah. thank you so much for sponsoring the tone control. Our listeners would love to go to pedalgenie.com slash the tone control to find out more. Mm-hmm. Did that seem awkward enough? <laughs> it's going for awkward. I don't know. I'll, I'll allow it. All right. What do we got so, in the rundown today? Yeah, not not a whole lot of big time news, but we're going to talk about the new reverb pedal from Digitech. I know, Digitech. Yeah. Uh, the new uh, flight time delay from Free the Tone. A couple of cool demo units in from Pedal Genie, as usual. And then real quick, right now, we're going to talk about uh, the Diddle Looper is now 99 bucks. That's the, from TC, the little mini looper with one button yep. and a, and a oh, knob. Oh, you can get one for free? Give me the scoop, Jay. Jay has the <laughs> scoop on how you can get one for free. Oh my God, I want one. And I'm saving it for later in the show. Damn it. You got to stay tuned. <laughs> Sorry. I guess I'll stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then uh, Walrus Audio just recently announced a limited run high gain overdrive distortion type pedal. It's called the Harvester. <laughs> uh, it's a hundred distortion type pedal. Sorry, <laughs> distortion notion it's box. A, uh, it's a uh, one of them. They're uh, high gain overdrive distortion type of pedals. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, right there. You got your classic overdrive distortion. This yeah. one's kind of a high gain. <laughs> Comes in three color sets, as I understand. No, it comes it. in four color sets. Open your oh, freaking eyes. <laughs> I can only see, I can only see three on the site. Oh, really? Maybe they sold out of one. Anyway, it's 189 <laughs> bucks. It's up for pre-order. It's going to ship on Black Friday. Oh, uh, this is a limited run, and I'm not sure how many they're making. But there's four color choices: bass, treble, controls, uh, low and high mode. A low is a more mid-range focus, I think, more of a like a mid-bump. And the mm-hmm. high mode is a full-frequency, kind of full-bore, 100%. More gain, more frequency. Yeah. So that's cool. cool. Can't wait to see demos on that. Maybe, I don't know if Pedal Gene will be able to get a limited-run deal like that, but I want to try one. That'd be tricky, I guess, but we'll see. Yeah, maybe. They look cool. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They're that cool Walrus Audio artwork. And then... Uh, just, I had to mention this, Guitar World. <laughs> Everyone's favorite paper guitar publication. Is that fa- <laughs> oh, God. Physical okay. guitar magazine that still exists for some reason. Yeah. Uh, has launched a Kickstarter. And you're thinking, what does Guitar World need a Kickstarter for? Well, they thought it'd be a great idea to... Uh, just crowdsource, crowdfund a 54 deck, 54 set deck. What? <laughs> uh, 54, a 54 piece. Current and classic cards. Guitar World magazine covers on playing cards. On playing cards, because people still use those apparently. <laughs> These look so stupid. They look so stupid. You can't tell so, like what card they are. Like it's. It, it's not like a novelty, like a novelty deck of cards. You know, you find some way of, you know, the queens all are a particular character or some some yeah. nonsense like that. Each one of these is a different magazine cover, and they're yeah, too and like, busy. Sure, they're Guitar shrunk World. down to a little card size thing. <laughs> oh god! It's gross. Yeah. Okay. Guitar World maybe has had some iconic covers over the years, over the many years they've been around. I'll give them that, but I don't want them on a deck of cards. Yeah, if you were, okay, like, so as a designer, if you were laying out a magazine cover for something that was magazine-sized, you might put as much information on it as, say, is on a magazine cover, like one yeah. of these Guitar World magazine covers. Now, if you were doing that layout for a playing card-sized surface. Right, which is slightly larger than a business card, like, come on. <laughs> it looks so stupid. 
And what I just don't get is why does Guitar World need to crowdfund this? Like, why do they need to go to Kickstarter? Because they're losing tons of money? Yeah. Probably. But (laughs) are they going to make tons of money by selling playing cards, another outdated form of entertainment? Like, come (laughs) on. So here, 15,000 is the goal. $15,000. What's like um, to me, like from, for my job, I I work a lot with promotional item vendors, right? Sure. So we get basically like, we need a little thing to put our logo on to give away at trade shows. Everybody does it. Everybody loves all this stuff you give away and you get at at events. Swag. Playing swag stuff. We all get, by the way, (laughs) found out what that's for. Anyway, um, playing cards, (laughs) in my mind, are a promo item giveaway. Not a crowdfunded, yeah. <laughs> sweet, my Guitar World playing cards are here kind of thing. <laughs> How much is a deck of cards? Oh, I, There's no I way. I don't get it. This is so, so stupid. So check this out. On Amazon, I'm looking it up on my phone. Yeah. <laughs> Two decks of cards of uh, Bicycle Rider poker playing cards. These are like the, you know, the big yeah. brand you see everywhere. A two-pack is $6.45. Right, so I can't imagine spending more than $20 to custom print an entire set, right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe this is not something that you can do. I know there's like printing and tooling costs and whatever. I just, it's embarrassing. It's terrible. (laughs) Fired. Just call it quits, Guitar World. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, so wait, can you tell me how to get a diddle diddle looper for free yet? No, we're saving it for later. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) All right. Uh, so, hey, looks like I'm going first. Uh, hey, hey. F- first up, the Digitech Polara Reverb. Is that how you'd say that? Polara? I was saying Polara. Polara? Polara. Polara. Polara? <laughs> Polara. Polar- eh. <laughs> <laughs> That makes it sound like I don't like this. I don't know anything about it, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, (laughs) all right. Now, full disclosure, I don't have a a very high opinion of Digitech in general. I think their their pedals always look like plasticky pieces of junk, cheapy, cheapy crap. Um, But this is kind of, this is a new thing for them. This is, uh, they've got, you know, an all metal, you know, die cast design. Um, Looks more like... You know, and all, you know a lot of the yeah, boutiques that are using the the standard Hammond size box, and they've got the nice silver the knobs artwork. on it. I yeah, mean, it, it actually reminds me. The artwork reminds me a little bit of uh, Catalan Bread. Yeah, yeah. There's some some really fancy artwork on this. Uh, and anyway, so the Polara Reverb is uh, going to be based on uh, Lexicon Reverbs. So perhaps the biggest name in reverb and they yeah, have so the lexicon with the little registered trademarks. So that tells me that they've probably got a partnership kind of thing for this pedal. I think they do. And this is eye opening to me because I, until I put this in the notes, did not realize that lexicon was a company. Oh really? And I didn't realize, like I had heard it around like lexicon reverbs and I thought it was a thing, like a style of oh. making digital reverb. Yeah. Um, if, because if, if the style is really fucking good, then yes, it's a style of making reverbs. <laughs> yeah, uh, because Digitech made through their Hardwire line, which is like not Digitech, not Digitech. Um, they had the the Supernatural that was the Pro Guitar Shop exclusive that had Lexicon reverb sounds, and I was like, oh, okay. oh that that sounds neat. That sounds important. Mm-hmm. And I didn't I didn't realize until I saw the little registered trademark thing. Yeah, anyway. so they'll be based on the algorith- algorithmic reverbs from Lexicon. I listened to, I mean, I just said the pedal looks nice, nice artwork. It's not that plastic Digitech design. It's got the real stomp box switch, um, stereo in and out, all metal. Nice knobs. Yeah, nice knobs. <laughs> it's It looks nice, um, totally different from what I don't like about Digitech. And uh, I listened to the audio demos, and it sounds great. Yeah, uh, I haven't heard them yet. It doesn't have the, like, cheap reverbs can have this gritty kind of plasticky fakeness to the end of the reverb tails. That's usually like kind of the hardest part to get right. Mm-hmm. And these sound really smooth and nice. There's a room setting, a plate setting, reverse, which is mm. neat. <laughs> That's yeah. a fun one. Uh, modulated, and then, uh, you know, which has a little chorusing to the 
to the tail. I love modulated reverb. Yeah, it's it's pretty cool. And and the one they've done here sounds really nice. And then they have a setting called Halo, which is the cascading octave ups kind of system. Mm-hmm. The way we the shimmer. Talk, yeah, the shimmer verb, which isn't. I listened to the demo of that. It's not overstated. So I kind of nice. like that. Yeah. Um, they all sounded really neat. Oh, the, uh, th- those are, those ones I mentioned, those are the lexicon types, the, oh, okay. the types that are sort of, t- um, you know, taken after the lexicon reverbs. Uh, they also have a spring uh, in here, which doesn't have anything to do with lexicon, but it was a nice sounding spring and it had that kind of slappy. I mean, the audio so, demo yeah. is, is, um, has the reverb turned up pretty loud and there is definitely Spring reverbs some, sound really cool when they're really exaggerated like that. Yeah. Yeah. It got that, <laughs> that's twangy slapbacky yeah. splashy thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so let's see, what am I missing here? Um, Oh, hall. Or oh, that's part of the lexicon setting. Right? Yeah. That's, reverb. Oh, actually it doesn't say that it is. So the hall must be just something from Digitech. Well, that one sounded nice too. <laughs> hmm. Let's see. It's true bypass. It has a switch for reverb tails on and off. Which oh, cool. I guess I would that. be that might have something to do with the true bypass. It doesn't. They don't really say explicitly um, what that's going to do, but there is a soft click foot switch. So there may be some electronics in there that are allowing the tails to mix with the dry signal, even when the pedal is switched out. Like allow the tails wow. to finish decaying. Um, huh. There's a there's a way that that could be done. I guess uh, inside cool. the circuitry. I like that. So the other thing that they've got on here, besides their die-cut hook-and-loop pedal board pad, uh, <laughs> which, which translation is pre-cut Velcro that yeah, comes with it's, the pedal. Yeah, it, it's yeah. Velcro that fits right onto it's the it's the BA like awesome kind of Velcro, you know the nice the yeah. tough stuff. Uh, so they've also got um, hey man, that's some badass Velcro. <laughs> <laughs> that's not Velcro. That's hook and loop. Hook and loop, right? Sorry, Velcro's a brand name. <laughs> right. I, I mean, that's that's whatever. It's 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 tough Velcro. Uh, anyway, so they've got this. Is it is it made of plastic? It's a, I think so. It's a, something called the stomp lock. So this is just a, a piece of plastic, molded plastic that fits over the knobs and switch, and kind of prevents you from kicking them and from changing your quote delicate, finely tuned settings. That's. Marketing mumbo jumbo, if you ask me. But this eh. thing's kind of a neat idea. It's going to be the thing that I lose almost immediately. Yeah. <laughs> but, well, uh, you just got to leave it on there all the time when you're not turning knobs. I guess, yeah. So it's kind of like a little collar that sits on top of the, the pedal yeah. to to block the knobs from being bumped. And it, like you said, it blocks the switch. The switch that controls, what is that, trails? Yeah, that's going to be Not the, the foot switch, the so tails. you can still obviously operate the pedal. <laughs> yeah. Kind while, of the top half of the there. pedal is is kind of made flush yeah. with the knobs, essentially. It's a uh, it's a little pedal hat. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so um, this kind of has me asking myself: Yeah, is is Digitech getting better? Maybe. I mean, if they, it's the the thing is. It's probably not that they're a garbage company. It's just that they yeah. were making cheap pedals. Right. Right? So, well, this is coming soon. We don't have a price on it. Maybe this is a new going to be a new sort of class of pedal from Digitech. I'm going to say, here's my guess, 179 That would be, I think, a, a fair price for what this looks like that, and what it sounds that's like. That's my guess. For the name Lexicon, Yep. for all those different sounds, for... You know, it, it looks it looks really well made. I I don't know. It'd be interesting to to see what happens. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Neat. Neat. Digitech Polara. 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 Reverb. Yes. Yay. Hey, hey, neat. Yeah, cool. So is that going to bring us right up to the Pedal Genie Hour? Yeah, man. <laughs> Believe you me, this pedal I got is going to take days to talk through. <laughs> okay. Uh, maybe I should go first then. Okay, uh, sure. Well, all right. First of all, Pedal Genie, what's that you say? It's the Netflix of guitar pedals. So you can sign up for Pedal Genie, and for just thirty four ninety five a month, you can have a pedal out rented 
for as long as you want, send it back whenever you're ready and get the next one on your list sent right, right out to you, Netflix DVD style. Uh, there's also Pedal Genie Pro, where you can have three pedals out at a time for only $59.95, which is a killer value. And yeah. the best yeah, part is... Do the math is, on that and get back to me. So yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and the best part, uh, the first month when you sign up is only a dollar. So argue with that. Do it. I'm not gonna. Not gonna. Can't. Yeah. So you <laughs> you can make your own wish list from the many dozens and hundreds of pedals that they have available, or join one of the new pedal of the month club situations where you get uh, p- pedals from a curated list of the coolest gear, and you can sort of divide that up by category or tell them which categories maybe you don't want. Uh, so you only get pedals you're interested in. Pretty neat system. It's, oh. Yeah, basically just stuff that they get in and they go. This is a totally rad pedal. Everyone should try it. They yeah. add it to that list and they send it to you because uh, they think it's great. Yeah, they're in a warehouse so. full of pedals, so they get to decide. <laughs> what a life, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, they have tons of pedals from great manufacturers like T-Rex, JHS, Protone, Maxon, Death by Audio, and many more. And if you really love the pedal and you decide you want to keep it, uh, they'll give you a buyout option. So based on how long you've been a member, uh, how nice your smile is, how old the pedal is, stuff like that, they'll give you a price. Uh, yeah. So sign up today and smile pretty. That's what and I the said. buyout, like, you, you don't have to send it back and they give you a different one. You get to just hang on to it and then yeah. they say, okay, we'll send you your next one right away. Bam. Awesome. Yeah. So they sponsor the Tone Control and they allow us to bring you Cool pedal demos, or at least pedal demos. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and us talking way too long about all these knobs and switches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, this week, this week I had uh, the TC Electronic Spark Mini Booster. And Look at how teeny weeny. <laughs> it's a little. It's one of these little mini TC pedals where it's so small that the the jacks have got to be offset um, so that they'll fit inside I, the thing. Um, the one thing I don't like about that pedal size is that they are often just as tall or <laughs> taller than they are yeah. wide. And <laughs> they, they tend to kind of fall over. <laughs> right. Yeah, I don't if know. you don't they, they, tend, down. they just kind of don't, like, they don't want to stay stuck that well, right. I, feel, I realize. You know? And since but, the, sorry. the Pedal Genie pedals don't have Velcro on them, naturally. Oh, yeah. So when I bring it here and I stick it on my board next to some it's other like slipping stuff. all over the place. It is. It falls around <laughs> and the, the, um, my patch cables will actually pull it in one direction or the other. And <laughs> that's anyway, first world problems, I guess. Yeah. Um, so the spark booster, this is 20 decibels of discrete analog gain, nothing done to it. Just an analog clean boost circuit runs on nine one, volts. Uh, yeah. True bypass, soft touch switch. Um, is it, Oh, I didn't realize it was a soft touch. Yeah. Aren't all the TCs that now? All the ones I've ever oh, tried does, have been. It clicks though, right? It has a sound to it, but it doesn't have a physical, like I. Oh. Yeah. It's pretty no, soft. My, my TC pedals that are not the flashback all have a click. Like your tuner. The oh, tuner my has flashback a has a click. You're right. Yeah. I'm clicking Listen it. Listen to it. Yeah, this pedal I have doesn't have a click. It's just a soft touch, double soft touch. Hmm. Okay. Well, then I'm wrong. Anyway, this one's a soft touch, um, which, whatever, it's fine. It's got a light. It's got an LED. Tell me (laughs) me if it's on. So whatever. I guess I don't need the the satisfying click feel. yeah, I didn't. I didn't record any of this. It's a it's a twenty yeah. dB boost on a knob. I mean, it's up to twenty dB. It's it's good. It's it's uh, up to twenty dB of clean gain. It doesn't do anything to your tone. It's just it's just a boost. Doesn't add a ton of noise itself. Um, just just a pretty good boost. So nice. Yeah. It sometimes it's all you need. Sometimes it's boost. all you need. Yeah. So I, I think uh, seventy nine. Dollars you can you can have this for really yeah yeah seventy nine ninety nine you can have this I've got the Sweetwater page wow. up right now um so for some reason I thought this thing was like one ten no see one fifteen or sixteen you can get the EP booster that you have that's what I have um for my money I say save up for the EP booster it has a glorious 
gooey analog circuit and a little bit of some tone shaping stuff to it. Um, and I think it's a, I mean, unless you want a dead clean, just a clean boost, I think the EP booster is a nicer thing. It has a nicer sound to it. The Spark is just a clean boost, um, but it is, it's a bit cheaper. So if all you wanted is clean gain, the, the Spark is a, Spark Mini Booster is a, is a great deal for that. Hmm. And I was about to, I was, I was teasing how to get a Didio Looper free, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, uh, for a limited time, now through the end of the year, uh, if you buy three TC Electronic Mini Pedals from Sweetwater, you'll get a free Ditto Looper. Basically, there's a downloadable rebate. Nice, form. yeah. That's awesome. So, I did that once a few years ago. They had a very similar deal going on. It was buy two tone print pedals and get a Mojo Overdrive. Right, there you go, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the, the Spark is good if you wanted a clean boost. There's um, the Hall of Fame Mini Reverb I, I was interested that's, that's in because one. that one is tone print enabled. So even though there's only one knob, you can sort of tone print whatever reverb you want into it, which I find yeah. really interesting. Um, and I'm sure there's a there's a whole mess of uh, of uh, their mini pedals to choose yeah, from. So. A whole new line of them now. There's the the flashback mini and all those guys too. Yeah, tone print enabled things that could be very useful. Yeah. So you could end up with a whole pedal board full of wee little full pedals, a pocket sized <laughs> pedal board, and you know good stuff. TC makes good stuff. They do for sure. I I have a lot of TC pedals and yeah. I'm always really happy with them, but. Mm-hmm. The only Man, one I ever yeah, tried that I didn't cool. like was the was the dark matter distortion. And I mean it was fine. It just wasn't it was a little It wasn't your style of distortion. Yeah, mostly. It was a little I mean, dark. It didn't it didn't have anything I mean, magic Justin, about it. It was called the dark matter. I know. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> anyway. So yeah. I had to. Um oh oh, so let me let me keep going here. So the other pedal that I got is, well, yeah, I should lucky. say the other, oh, why is he saying he got another pedal? Oh, because they sent me two. I guess they felt that Surprise. there was too much room in the box with a wee little TC pedal <laughs> in there. Uh, so they sent me the Factotum from Red Witch. Can you see this beast? Oh my God, look at that thing. It's chrome. I can see myself. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Look at me go. Yeah. There I am. <laughs> so the, the Factotum is a bass sub-octave drive pedal. Uh, it's in a rugged metal enclosure that is, has a chrome finish, like top cool. sides and back, all chrome. Uh, it is <laughs> pretty. It looks, it, it makes me feel expensive to have it. It's also got these monstrous feet on the bottom. Do you see this? Wow, look at those things. They're like... I guess- yeah. Look, oh, they're so thick. <laughs> they're giant. They're like a half an inch deep. It's crazy. So if you were going to Velcro this sucker down, you'd have to unstick these yeah, feet to it because yeah, they're, holy cow. Off. Anyway, this so looking. this is a this is a bass pedal in the sense that uh, there are no low filter circuits in here. Like it's going to let all your low end through, um, mm. which... Does, means there's nothing saying you can't use this for guitar, and I actually played around with it a little bit, and it does sound kind of cool. Um, it's a drive pedal. It doesn't have a ton of gain to it. Um, it's kind of a soft drive kind of thing, um, but that works out really well, I think, for bass because you can add a little of that natural kind of distortion-y compression without putting too much hair on the signal. It ends up comes, coming out pretty good, and it has a sub-octave built in too. So, <laughs> Yeah, I'm reading about it. that. Suboctave on bass. I had that Aguilar one yeah. not too long ago. And did have you played around with that yet? Oh, I mean, yeah. it's just it's absurd. It's, isn't it, it is. <laughs> you you really gotta play kind of high strings or high up on the neck, or it just loses it. <laughs> oh man, it's it's so cool. Yeah, it it, it is really <laughs> neat, but it, it um apparently this is an all analog suboctave, so I have no idea how do you do a suboctave in an analog circuit, but they've figured it out. They've got it tracking and wow. And it'll um Sustain like really low sustained notes. You can hear it start to jump a little bit. It'll like kind of freak it'll, out. Like, jump and, to the harmonic. Yeah, a it'll bit. jump to the harmonic yeah. and and not really stick with it or get kind of flappy. Um, I, that's just a quality of yeah sub octaves though. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so with this, you basically you've got octave mix. You've got D mix, which is the drive mix. So how much of okay. the drive is being mixed in your um, your clean signal is always being mixed 
through the pedal. And so you're mixing in the octave, you're mixing in the drive, and then there's a tone adjustment and a volume adjustment on the drive, as well as the nice. biggest knob here is the drive knob. So exactly cool. how much distortion you want on it. Um, when I did this demo that I'm going to play, it I have the drive more or less maxed um, and then blended cool. into taste because, like I said, it's a fairly subtle drive. So I, I wanted it so that you could hear what it was doing. So this is with the drive all the way maxed. You can hear it's not like a super high gain kind of thing. It sounds cool. kind of like um, it sounds kind of like driving the tube amp a little too hard kind of thing, and it's pretty neat. Oh, 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 other cool thing. Sorry, there's two switches. So the drive portion and the sub-octave portion are independent of each other. They That's can, the way to do it. They can both be on or off. <laughs> That's awesome. And there's a, there's a little LED at the top of this, but there's actually two LEDs behind that lens. Oh, nice. So the, the drive, I think, is red and the octave is blue. And so when they're both on, it looks purple. Purple, Because they're awesome. both into the same lens. So yeah, that was pretty neat. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. Redwitch makes really good pedals. Yeah, this is the first one um, I've got to try out, but I, I have, I think, all of their pedals on my list. So. <laughs> <laughs> their, uh, one of their chorus pedals is supposed to be one of the best on the market right mm, now. Cool. Uh, I haven't tried it out yet, but it's a little pricey, but you know, you get what you pay for with companies like that. Yeah. Yeah, really neat. All true bypass, of course. I guess that, I don't know if we have to mention that stuff anymore, but we do. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like <laughs> everything's it's, true it's bypass str- now. Stranger to find something that isn't. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Nice. So I had this. This is the Empress. <laughs> Look at all these knobs. Another Empress pedal. <laughs> I had the Empress Phaser. And this has been on my list since we very first started with Pedal Genie. Um, I've been thinking about buying this pedal for years and years and years and years. So this is a phaser, which is the pedal that MXR can do with one knob. Right. And this has five knobs and five switches. And that's and two before foot switches. you open the backup, where there's <laughs> right. apparently a yeah. boatload of dip switches. There's a uh, yeah, uh, it's there's there's an in and out. There's an expression in, um, a, and then a control port as well, which will handle presets. Like some of these Empress huh. pedals will do like ten presets, and this can do that. So um, I had a Boss PH3 for many years, uh, and it did the job. It sounded like butt, but it had this one setting that I used a lot that I really liked. And this was the only other phaser that had that setting or something very similar to it okay. that I could find. And that is the random step pattern. Oh, so, okay. So instead of just going up and then down. Right. So what it will do is, I don't know if you can see all these like instructions that are on here. Uh, we shared a picture to the <laughs> Facebook earlier yeah, today. There's, so. there's a photo online. Um, it will be, okay, I guess let me back up first. Two foot switches on and off. And then one of them is, uh, the other one is a tap tempo. Gotcha. And phasers with tap tempos aren't really a thing until now. So that's kind of cool. <laughs> Uh, like but they the should Empress, be. It's a good right, feature. I think so too. Like the uh, tape delay I had from Empress, this also, because of the tap tempo, then has a ratio control. Right. So you can do like your typical like one-to-one, two-thirds, one-half, one-third time, that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm looking at this weird because it's <laughs> the pedal's green and the ink is black, and I actually have a hard time reading it. Yeah, but, <laughs> maybe not the best design choice. Could have used some white ink newest, or something. The newest one is white. Um, yeah. So, so that's pretty awesome. One thing that makes this like hands down a better phaser to me is that there mm-hmm. is a blend control. Oh it. yes, so you can blend in the wet with your dry. Correct. So right at noon, you're at fifty fifty. You can go all the way up and have your very typical phaser sound, or you can have it just kind of there in the background, doing mm-hmm. just like a little bit of something. You're not really sure if it's there or not. It's cool. Really, so cool. many effects. That's the cool way to do it. Yeah. So the uh, ratio knob, as I mentioned, is also the speed control. Then there's a width control, which is kind of the depth of the phase, if you kind of think of it that right. way. Right. Is this a stereo pedal? No. And then there's a, an eight-way rotary, eight-way rotary dial to choose your waveform. More on that in a minute. And then an output level. So there's an output gain. You can kind of beef up the phase tone on this a little bit, or you can mm-hmm. kind of 
dial it back. And then onto the switches. So <laughs> there's three modes. You're going to have the pedal and tap tempo mode, which uh, turns this speed knob into the ratio control and activates the tap switch. Mm-hmm. Knob mode, which makes the knob, the speed knob, just a typical speed knob. And then auto, which uh, activates all the different envelope functions on this pedal. <laughs> okay. Okay, more on that in a minute. Uh, then there's a speed range. So there's slow, medium, and fast. Medium is kind of your typical phaser range. Fast mm-hmm. goes so goddamn fast. <laughs> <laughs> it's practically a ring mod. And then slow goes so slow, I didn't really wait around to figure out if it was off or not. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had things to do, damn it. So <laughs> <laughs> then there are are three phase stage options. So it's got a two stage, a four stage, and a three stage. Three stage phasing is something I am totally not familiar with, hmm. but uh, it sounds really cool. Two stage is like way more vintage sounding to me, really a lot more subtle. That's four simple. stage. Yeah. Four stage is um, the phase 90, is a four stage right. phaser. Uh, the, the PH3 that I have on the shelf over here did four, eight, 10, and 12 stage. The three was very Pink Floyd. Hmm. So that's interesting. Um, so they're not very swirly. It's it's interesting that it's an odd number. I guess. Yeah. I'm not sure what that would do. I guess there's something <laughs> there's something left kind of hanging off the end there. I, I don't know. So okay, hang on. Two more switches. <laughs> okay. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> uh, there's a resonance control, uh, which on the PH3 was on a knob. You could dial in. It's basically how pronounced the phase swirly sound is. It's kind of okay. like. It, it kind of adds like an S-E kind of sound to the signal. And on a four-stage phaser, that's really a lot more pronounced than a two-stage phaser. <laughs> and then the uh, the last uh, switch here is for the expression control, which I have not tried. So when with no expression pedal in, the switch is inactive. But that would do um, that would change your expression control from speed or width. Oh, or I gotcha. So, okay. Oh, first thing. First thing. Here we go. <laughs> Eight-way rotary control. Yeah. Waveform one, standard sine wave, middle of the road, sounds like a phase 90. Yeah. Two is a, uh, I guess it's a triangle wave. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's okay. straight up triangle wave, like yeah. solid pointy peak, dips back down. Okay. Pointy on the bottom. Eight, right, yeah. Not, okay, and right, so the other one I'm looking at is sawtooth, not sawtooth. Right. Triangle wave, okay. Asymmetrical sine wave. Okay, so is, uh, bigger on one side than the other. Well, then number four is like this other type of asymmetrical. I don't know. Here, can you read this? <laughs> or look at my photo on uh, Facebook. Do you see like three and four right there? Oh, yeah. So they're the asymmetrical three actually looks like it's it's just sort of um, deeper, like the peak is deeper and then the in-between is wider. So it's sort of halfway between a triangle wave and a sine wave. Yeah, right. So it's like the the peak of the wave is a little narrower than a sine wave. Right. Yeah, okay. Kind of, kind of like a rounded off triangle wave. <laughs> yeah, and then the next one looked more, that, that one looked more asymmetrical to me. It was actually sort of right. rounded on the top wave, and then the bottom wave was really narrow, like it would come back sooner from the bottom Yeah, swell. so it basically sounds like, it, it basically kind of sounds like it tumbles over itself. So like it, when your phaser on a regular sine wave, when it, rises it falls at the same rate yeah so this one this one um I'm trying to think of how to read this this one will fall for much longer than it will rise yeah does that make sense <clears throat> so <laughs> <laughs> we're not done folks yeah. so we're not done number five is a uh, a sawtooth wave that ramps up so it's basically always rising and then six is a sawtooth wave that ramps down so it's always falling Oh, so it just sort of like loops around like Pac-Man style, folded yeah, universe. Much. But but there is a there is a hard, you know, reset on that sound. So if it's set to a very low setting, it will just suddenly start over. Right. Seven is a square wave, which is only two ranges in the whole phase. So That's it's very awesome. like e all kind of sounding. <laughs> <laughs> it's really cool. Uh, I it's, love it's that. Really neat. It's really neat on like a high mix. Uh, on a really deep setting, kind of slow, because you get this like 
long enough for your ear to acclimate to like the new tone and then right. it totally changes. <laughs> That's wild. And then uh, number eight is square as well, but it's it's like a random step pattern. So it okay. just like jumps to different random points in the wave. Which is that feature that you were talking about. Right. And that's why I wanted to get this pedal. And then yeah. I saw the price tag of $350 and decided not to. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> okay. And then when we go to auto mode, uh, the tap tempo and the rate and the, okay, so here we go. The rate, <laughs> width, and waveform knobs change function. They're double function controls. <laughs> <laughs> the speed becomes a sensitivity control for the envelope. Width becomes oh. the release time control. And the waveform chooses your like sub mode, as they call it, which is still very similar to the waveforms we talked about a minute ago. But uh, so standard sine wave one basically is an envelope follower. It sounds like an auto wah. Yeah. But it's uh, phasing the instead other of ones, Right. Yeah. Exactly. The one I did the demo for this pedal for is set for the. Uh, envelope the attack of the guitar to affect the speed of the rate of the, the phasing. So it's like your guitar attack is a tap tempo for the Not phasing? Not even a tap tempo. It's like when you slam into it, it goes like wah, wah, wah and it like goes crazy. And then as you decay, it slows down. Wah, wah, oh, and eventually stops. <laughs> and then so like the harder you dig in, it'll just like speed way up and then fall back down and everywhere in between. Huh. It's it's unreal, and other <laughs> ones it'll kind of like it, and just all varying styles of that envelope control between uh, the step and the speed. Uh, the center of the wave can adjust with the rate of your attack. So if you hit it really hard, it'll like lean the wave one direction, and then back the other way as you huh. as you sustain. It's out of control. Like I've, we've been talking about this pedal for 15 minutes and, and like, it, I cannot even, it's, it's, it's I can't amazing. even, it's so cool. And it sounds unlike on top of all these features, it sounds so good. Right. Like it sounds like a really, really, really good phaser. The two stage and the three stage access on this is awesome. I think like phase nineties are about as simple as they get. And that's a four stage with no mix control or anything. And even if you're going to dial this in to sound like a phase 90, it's the best way to do it. Right. You know, it sounds killer. The tap tempo is great. If you want to like really get a hard phase, like on the beat, if you have a really pronounced setting going on, same deal with the uh, ratio control. Oops. False alarm, <laughs> <Dingamer>. everybody. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> What else? Uh, oh, and then if you're not in tap mode, just like with the uh, the tape echo, if you tap on the tap tempo switch, it resets the sine wave or resets the waveform. So you can set so, back to zero if you have a nice yeah. slow pattern going on. Right. Yeah. It's wild. That's just and such a it, clever little like tag on the end of it feature. Like they didn't uh, miss a step with they this thing. They didn't have to do that. Yeah. But, oh, and then, so then inside there's four <laughs> dip switches and it can, I, I just can't even get into it. It's unreal. <laughs> this thing, it does, it does everything. Pictures and I realized, of that on the web too, everybody. So yeah, I posted some pictures to the Facebook page today of just the absurd amount of control, um, Five knobs, five switches, two foot switches. It's it's ridiculous, and it sounds awesome, in my opinion. Empress gets I mean, so I, much, so many features into such a small form factor. I mean, it's yeah, it's, like this is just a pretty normal pedal size. Yeah, I mean like that's a barely wide. a double wide, and it's just like all the Empress stuff. It, I mean, how, tell me you this, know, honestly, tell me this. Don't those knobs feel like a million bucks? Oh, totally. It's ridiculous. Totally like they're nice and tall. Like it's frankly, ugh. if they, if you got, if you told me this was 400 or 450, I wouldn't be that surprised. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're really, they're expensive pedals, but they're packing so much in and the build quality. I mean, the electronics design of getting all these features in such an intuitive system, like actually putting all this stuff on this pedal so you can actually use it. Um, yeah. Just, and, and yeah, and they power sound great. to the Empress. Like, they sound so good, and they're, it's like this is such a musical effect. Yeah, it's like that's such a like people might not really understand what I mean by that, but it like it's so pleasing it to the ear. It's like an every setting, like it's very inspiring to play through. And I don't know, it's the same review that we've given every Empress pedal that we've had. It's <laughs> yeah, they're all amazing. Yeah. Just 
just I mean they're hand built for one thing. Um part of the reason the price is high, I think, but it's great. But that's amazing too. Like how do they get it so small? Like I would right. think and I was just I would gonna think say surface like if you cut components this, and everything to try to get this. If you took this pedal and cut it in half, that would be a small pedal. Yeah. It's not even a big It's not thing. even a big it's double like, wide, yeah. Right. <laughs> it's so good. I wanted I wanted to record I had such a hard time recording a little demo thing for this because I could not pick a sound. Yeah. Well, I, I was like, it sounds like an awesome version of every phaser that's ever been made. <laughs> yeah. Well, we kind of like, we don't want to overdo it too with what we put on here because, um, because I think the YouTube video where you can see the knobs, like the things that are already being done by Pro Guitar Shop and by um, Chicago Music Exchange, the other, gu- other guys, guys yeah. that have these uh, YouTube channels, that's, They've got That's what it. They're for. They've we're got the pedal that, demo but... locked up in a way where you can see what the features sound like. Um, we're just trying to put a little flavor into the episode yeah, itself, and, and well, we're we're here. We're talking about what that means, yeah. like on your pedal board. Yeah. I'm gonna. I gotta really try and record some other just little bumps for in between segments as usual and stuff because it can just it can do so many sounds. Like I, yeah. I don't even. It's a little overwhelming. Like when I opened up the box, I was like. I just had to read the pedal for <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, five or 10 minutes before I got going with it. I had to actually, I had to sit down and like, you couldn't just plug it in. Cause I would start turning knobs and be like, what is it doing? <laughs> RFM. Anyway. Empress Phaser. Yeah, check that out. Check it out, sucker. Or uh, sign up for Pedal Genie at pedalgenie.com slash tone controller slash the tone controller. Something. One of them. One of them. Tell them you heard about it on Tone Control. Yeah, that? tell just tell them. Just say, hey, Pedal Genie, guess what? And uh, sign up for just a buck. Put this on your list and uh, try it out for yourself. You could try out this $350 pedal for a month for $1. Like, think about that. That's it. <laughs> Drop the mic. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Meant to do that one. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Sounds good. Boo. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to keep talking. Okay. <laughs> Five minutes left. Go. Yeah, right. I'm not as concerned with time as you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's our last thing? Okay. From Free the Tone, it's the flight time delay. <laughs> This, uh, what is this? The holistic approach to system design. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? <laughs> Just to pull back the curtain, I actually know what that means because I read ahead in the script a little bit, but um, everybody play along. Uh, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I really want Pedal Gina to get this because I have a feeling this is just as in-depth the pedal as the phaser is here. This is a crazy in-depth digital delay. And the, <laughs> the thing that really caught my eye at first, are, there are no knobs on it. No knobs. <laughs> no knobs. It's all little tiny buttons. Oh, boy. Okay. So where do we start? <laughs> uh, everything is controlled by little LED displays. So you get like little numerical readouts uh, for basically every setting. There's a control for high-pass, low-pass filters, modulation, so like chorusing and that kind of stuff in your repeats, subdivisions, an offset feature, which kind of lets you sag behind the beat or jump ahead of the beat a little bit. Yeah, that's Uh, that's a unique feature as far as I can tell to this pedal, right? right? But it's not enough for you to like fall off time, I think. Yeah, it's it's described as, um, because like if you set to a quarter note, and your delay was a quarter note, and you're playing a quarter note heavy song, right. you would be hiding your your repeats. So this yeah. is sort of a way to 
undo that to make your delay show up more by setting it just a little bit off the beat one way or the other. It's pretty cool. I, I like that. I'd like to yeah. see it. I think that's a lot more of a feel thing too. Right. So, uh, okay, moving on. Uh, it's got a millisecond or BPM readout. So you can say the song is at 150 BPM. You just dial that right in. Or you can say, I know I need 500 millisecond delay. Mm-hmm. Pretty rad. Uh, all of that's done via tap tempo. If you want 10 seconds of delay, uh, 20 seconds of record time, 99 preset banks, and a delay phase inverter in case you're running into any trouble with that if it's like in your effects loop and that kind of stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. Cool. Uh, it's got a BPM analyzer with an onboard mic, so it listens to your playing with like the, what the pedal is making. Not It doesn't listen through the input of the pedal. It's got a little microphone at the top of the pedal that listens to your playback. And then it will correct. Whoa, 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 whoa. So, okay, there's a microphone (laughs) listening to the ambient sound in the room that the pedal is in. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's correct. I think think that's what I'm telling you. Uh, And then that will correct within 20% of the tapped tempo. So if if your drummer is like laying down a beat and you tap it in, but you like screw it up a little bit, it will listen back and be like, actually, you were 2 BPM off. Here you go. Or more importantly... (laughs) When you stray 2 or 10 BPM by the end of the song, it will have kept up right. with you. It will have kept up and it will tell you. Like it will say it on will the screen, say, you started you at 110. Up, you're... <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> this so, is, I mean, just look at, look at these absurd controls. This is this thing? the Skynet of delays. Like this is <laughs> about to become self-aware, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Let's see. There's some crazy controls in the back as well. Uh, you can let your so there's this dry on-off switch, and what that does is like it sets the tap tempo to basically you know the uh, you know the EHX freeze pedal. Are you familiar with that? I feel like I should say yes, but the answer is no. It, it kind of it basically in this the free the tone uh, flight time does kind of the same thing. Whereas you'll play a chord and you'll be sustaining, and you it the pedal will grab the sound and just continue it indefinitely. It will sustain that chord hmm. with no repeats. It just runs and forever. Okay. And then you can let it play in the background and play over it, basically. Wow, so you no, create a With drone. no repeats. Yes, exactly. Cool. Right? Crazy. Yeah. So it's got um, MIDI in uh, and through, runs on 12 volts, does it's, it come with a supply crazy. for that, I assume? I guess it must. Probably. I think it does. Um, 32-bit high-precision DSP processing. So it's it's kind of like, it's the real deal. Yeah. Um, Let's see. Are you running first out of real-time stuff? Real-time DPM analyzer. There's something I remembered that you haven't talked about yet. Oh, go right ahead. Uh, implemented HTS circuit and analog mixer. So this is what, I, what it says at the top of this, uh, the Free the Tone page, the holistic approach to system design. <laughs> what they're talking about there is their what they're calling HTS circuit, the holistic tone system, I think is what they're talking about here. Um, so this apparently the input and the whole circuit path of this thing, I'm gonna tr- I'm scrolling down so I can find the paragraph. Okay, yeah, so the the input uh, and the whole circuit path right through to the output, the switch, the actual effect path, everything is um, sort of adaptable. So Hmm. it will independently balance like the impedance that's coming into it. So Hmm. depending on what you're feeding it from, like because this is like a true bypass, like everything's true bypass on your board kind of thing. So if you had a pedal on in front of it and then you switch it off, technically the impedance would change, right? If it was suddenly just straight through from your guitar with no buffers. So this circuit will apparently has a way of balancing that so that there wow. isn't going to be a tone change at its own input. And then to, <laughs> just to carry that all the way through, it has a, a mixer so that it is in fact true bypass, but it is mixing your, you know, your drive signal is always just totally unaffected, but your signal is still being mixed in with it. So that you can Unreal. have it true bypass and have your tails still on it, all your I, delay tails. And then the output does the same thing where it will always have the same impedance on the output. So you won't have tone changes after it 
by having it turned on or off. So it basically doesn't exist in your signal path. <laughs> it, it creates a universe <laughs> where true bypass or buffered bypass is not something you have to think it about. It does not matter. Yeah. yeah. Man, it's just... Uh, so, okay, it's got... In the offset control, it's also got subdivision control, so you can set it to a dotted eighth, dotted quarter, that sort of neat stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you got to look at this pedal because it looks like you know, some crazy piece of like aircraft equipment. It's a digital computer that you stomp on, man. Oh. <laughs> so there's no knobs and it's it's one, two, three, four, five little screens with, with number readouts on it and little, little tiny buttons that you buttons. push and up and down. I mean, it's it's so incredibly precise. I I feel like it could be slow a little bit in that like, let me just dial in a quick, fast delay. You'd have to like, tap the button a bunch of times or push and hold and wait till you got to the millisecond readout you need instead of just taking your knob and cranking it up. But with with so many presets, I mean, this is something you're going to set your presets and then you have your tap tempo situation. You can do a lot of it with your feet because I see that there's bank up and down, like preset up and down from your feet too. So um, you like push and hold the, uh, the tap switch and you enter preset mode and then you bank up and down, push and hold tap again and you've selected the preset. I bet you I mean, could get used to it and then it wouldn't be that unintuitive to use. I mean, you'd have to f- to, to try it really to know, but um, yeah. they could. I could see a system where it makes sense. Oh yeah, it makes sense just fine. I mean, it's just so hard <laughs> for me to think about. Like, in, I'm so used to like that, I guess, analog crank the knob, even though it's controlling digital stuff style. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's like yeah. I need it to go faster, or crank it up slower, crank it down, and it's just this like I don't know the physical act of like crank. Right. It's I don't know. This thing is so cool. How much does this cost? Uh, <laughs> Do I want to know? Uh, er, you want to uh, guess? Um, Closest without going over. Are you looking? I'm gonna it say up? four. Oh, the price is in yen. Uh-oh. That's interesting. <laughs> Well, I'm not going to get closest without going over that. (laughs) Oh, wait. I don't think it's actually for sale yet. Um, I'm going to guess 449. I think think it's just been kind of teased on some of these YouTube channels that we were talking about. Yeah, I um, see some people have demos of it already. We're going to link to one in the show notes. Um, uh, Brett Kingman, as usual, very in-depth about it. It's it's so cool. All right. Well, that's... Pro Guitar Shop also did a demo not too long ago. No price yet, but I'm going to say 450. Could be. Maybe could be. maybe oh, by I don't being know. Jeez, I I have no idea. Wow. This could be the the king of digital delays. The BPM analyzer is blowing my mind. Yeah, um I didn't realize that I was reading this earlier before the show and I didn't realize that it had a microphone. I thought it was just <laughs> yeah. kind of listening to your signal and I was like I, I was prepared to say that yeah, so. just so you know is all talk because that's what the TC flashback uh, that yeah. I have does the norm the the not big flashback because it doesn't have a tap tempo you hold it down and it listens to your strumming and let me tell you that does not work good uh, so I was prepared to poo poo on that but you tell me it's got a microphone I'm like oh yeah in the uh, in the YouTube demo uh, from from Brett Kingman he he points that out he like. Sets in some time and then like totally stumbles over the delay and doesn't play that well. Yeah. And then it just like snaps in and he's like, I got this for you. Pedal's like, hey, it's cool. I, I took care <laughs> <Wow>. of that. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a pretty brilliant idea. And, uh, and I like that offset too. Um, it'd be interesting to see how musically useful that is, but it's, um, it's, well, it's a unique feature because yeah, I'm thinking it's, about it's like, be, you can't achieve that by, setting your delay time a little longer than it's supposed to be. That won't do yeah. the same thing. Right, because then you're not playing in time. Because if like, you have six even... repeats, they drift. Yeah. You know, this will all your repeats will be in time. They'll just be a little bit off so that they stick out a little more. It's, it's got some brilliant features. Interesting. Have we gushed Very enough? Cool yeah, I think so. That's the free the tone flight time delay. So we'll, we'll get a, once the price comes out, we'll talk about that. We'll get a, a yeah. throw it in the quick rundown. We'll throw it in the top of the show next time. Yeah. So hey, I mean that's that was that's a lot of cool gear mm-hmm. this week. Lots of cool pedals. This is a pedal week. It's yeah. Wanna have, it's I wanna, fancy I wanna get features some more guitars week. And, I guess. 
Hey. I got a thing uh, that I haven't said in a while that I've mm-hmm. realized I want to say again. I want uh, people to head to iTunes or head to wherever and give us a shout and uh, give us a rating and a review because that really helps us out a ton. Oh, yeah. Believe it or not, we haven't done that in a while. And I, I really love it listeners. If, if people thought, uh, if, if people have thoughts about the show, we want to know them, even if they're bad. So we want to know about the if, bad if you, ones so we if can you figure hate out the show, you, how to yeah. like counter propaganda <laughs> that stuff. <laughs> we we need to get out ahead of it. Counter ganda. <laughs> Anti ganda. Anti ganda. <laughs> okay. So hey, you got anything else? Um, not me. Oh, uh, a song I mixed might be is in consideration for uh, licensing by Orange Is the New Black. Wow. Really? So yeah. So I'll possi- possibly. Have a song I mixed be on a TV show I like, so that's cool. You got a you got a kickback? No. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I uh, I did not negotiate for that. It, it's not that's not something I necessarily think I deserve anyway. But <laughs> that's cool though. That's that's yeah. some good bragging rights material. Yeah, yeah. Um, makes me think <laughs> I gotta get up on my IMDb profile and make sure that's all put together. <laughs> <laughs> Nice, nice, anyway, nice. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, there's a bunch of songs that I've mixed that are up for consideration on various things, but that's the, hmm. the that's the one that I was excited about. So anyway. Yeah. Keep us posted. So if I never say anything about it again. Unless you don't get it, then don't tell anyone. <laughs> right. If I never say anything <laughs> about it again, it's because I'm still awesome. I just don't want to talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a need to know basis. Yeah, that's right. So, all right. Hey, that's uh, 27. In the can, right? Hey, as long as we don't both uh, call it quits after this, we're going to not be in the 27 Club with this podcast. <laughs> is that, oh, what's, is that? That's like when all those famous rock stars died. They died at age 27. Oh, oh okay. So I'm going to say that this podcast is uh, is 27 years old. <laughs> in, <laughs> in podcast, podcast years. years. <laughs> 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 all right, oh, well, here's for lucky 28, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so Twitter at the tone control, facebook.com slash the tone control, tone control show.com. We don't tell you our email anymore and <laughs> find us on iTunes rate and review. We would love to see lots of people saying that they like the show. Yes. Yes. That would just, I would also, some I, joy. I'm like totally serious that if people don't like it or they think we suck about a certain thing and we can make that better. I want to try and make it better. <laughs> sure. It, yeah. Any. It, yeah. In all honesty, any criticism that's constructive is fine. And if it's not constructive, we will. We will make if fun of you. It's not constructive. Blow it out your ass. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we. <laughs> we will definitely um, make fun of you on the show if you drop some non-constructive. <laughs> so if you want, if you want to get on the show, the easiest way might be to just uh, flame just us on iTunes. <laughs> Awesome. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Okay, calling it off. Good night, everybody. Hey, cool. All right, talk to you later.